years ago, two awkwardly shaped boys became best friends. That friendship grew over time. Then the two awkwardly shaped boys became men and got their own radio show. <laughs> what you're listening to right now is two best friends. It's Mikey and Bob. We've never seen each other naked. Not that we don't want to. It it just hasn't happened yet. Welcome to the 961 Kiss Morning Freak Show. <laughs> We're already laughing in here this morning. Uh, it's going to be one of those shows. Uh, Mikey and Bob, welcome. It is the 961 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Uh, let's start the morning with Greg here. Greg already up and uh, tweeting us. I was listening to yesterday's podcast about the guy going through the car wash naked. I work at a rental car place inside the Pittsburgh airport for years. Uh, me and a coworker drove through uh, in a convertible once with the top down, and the first brushes really do hurt bad. Yeah, we kind of figured that. Uh, if you missed yesterday's show, there was a guy we were talking about. Where was that at? Australia? Yeah, I believe so. Where he was just uh, he was naked on the hood of a car going through a car wash, and then we really started breaking down what part of a car wash would hurt the worst and what part of the car wash would feel the best if you had to go through a car wash naked. The consensus was, I believe, with us and our listeners, is if you're getting the full treatment, the hot wax would be the worst Yeah, on a naked car wash. And then the best would be, I think it's kind of after all the brushes and soap, but before the, the, the drying jets come on, when it when you get hit with like the misty water, the final rinse there, yeah, yeah that yeah. that would probably feel the refreshing. best. refreshing. That would probably feel on that naked body probably feel the best. So uh, yes, again, that was a quick breakdown of uh, what would be bad and good about a naked car wash. Listen to yesterday's uh, podcast if you would like a, a more in depth breakdown of it. Don't know why you would though. I'm gonna need a nap today, man. Are I'm, you? Are you tired? I'm not. I'm already feeling it. I should have taken a nap yesterday. You know, there's just some days that I go home from here. Uh, the alarm goes off at 3.30 in the morning, you know? So by the time we get out of here, it's usually around noon. Mm-hmm. Yesterday I get home, and I usually have like a an hour and a half period before I get home where I got to decide what I'm going to do. I'm either going to power through or I'm going to take a nap. Because you can't nap at like 4 o'clock in the afternoon. That'll throw everything off. I got like two hours yesterday. It okay. Was, it was heavenly. Yeah, see, that's what I need to do today. I'm already I'm already feeling... Yesterday, I got so tired. Did, did this ever happen to you? You get so tired, you feel like you're going cross-eyed. I, I had one of those. Like, I was just sitting down playing video games, and I was just like kind of dozing off, kind of zoning out, and then like... I felt like my eyes snapped back into position. Like I was just staring and staring and staring, so tired, just staring. And then I feel like my eyes were going cross-eyed. You ever get that tired where you feel like your eyes are going cross-eyed? And then you, like, blink your eyes and like, what the hell? What? Yeah, yeah. Hey, what the hell is that? I mean, during the show sometimes <laughs> when we're sitting here and I'm staring at a screen. Yeah. Like, it'll happen. Okay, do we need to play the moment uh, yesterday on the show where you were not paying attention? I mean, that was close to being that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll play that coming up. There was a point in yesterday's show where we were talking about movies, 
and I asked Bob a question, and he was not even paying attention. There's only me and Bob in here, so it's not like I'm bouncing things off somebody else. <laughs> there was a point in the show yesterday where Bob was paying no attention at all. It was no magical. We'll, we'll get to that next. Morgan tweets us here. I am currently intermediately, intermittently, I, you know, I have trouble reading. Currently intermittently sticking my head out the window to stay awake right now on the way to work. Cross-eyed nurse for the day. Yeah, I was just mentioning uh, sometimes, uh, you know, after the show, if I decide I'm not going to take a nap that day, which I don't nap very often, um, sometimes I'll get so tired, I- I'll just start going cross-eyed. Like, you'll just start staring, and then he'll be like, hey. Uh, oh, drift oh, off, oh, oh, God, oh, God. Uh, Alex tweets us, uh, I don't necessarily go cross-eyed, but I have felt so tired that I'll think about something. Zone out for a while, stuck on that thought. That thought almost becomes more like a dream, and when I snap out of it, it feels more like I'm waking up. You ever do that? You ever pull one of those? You I ever mean, that, s- sound, that sounds kind of nice. That's like sleeping with your eyes open. You ever do that? You ever zone out so much you almost sleep with your eyes open to where you'll kind of just start drifting away, thinking about something else, and then all of a sudden you're in a completely different thought, not paying attention to anything going around with you, and then you snap out of it, and yeah, it feels like, was I just dreaming? What, what was that? I just lost about 20 seconds there. Where'd I go? Uh, Bob actually had this happen to him on the show yesterday. Yeah. (laughs) I love that we're replaying this again because it was so funny. So let me take you back to yesterday's show. Um, We were randomly talking about movies, how there are certain movies when they're on TV, if you even have regular TV anymore and you're flipping through the channels, does anybody even do that anymore? Um, You're flipping through channels. You come across the movie, even if it's halfway through or three quarters of the way through, you're stopping on it watching the rest. For me, it's Harry Potter movies. Harry Potter movies, I'll stop on any time. Also, Shawshank Redemption. Love that movie, right? Mm-hmm. There's a couple other ones, too. Feel the Dreams, man. The baseball movie. Oh, I'll stop on Feel the Dreams whenever it's on. I'll watch that. Uh, so yesterday on the show, I was talking about that, and I was you know asking Bob to contribute, obviously just bouncing it off him. Hey, here's some of mine. What do you got, Bob? So this was on yesterday's show. Bob, just not paying attention at all. Is there any movie, though, that you stop on anytime it's on TV? Like Harry Potter movies are for me, and uh, anytime Shawshank's on. Shawshank Redemption, give it to me every time. Shawshank's good. Watching Shawshank anytime. All right. Solid contribution here, Bob. Do you not have a movie that you uh, that you stop on anytime? No. All right, so that was on yesterday's show, right? Favorite part of the whole thing is when I ask Bob like what his movie is, and he just gives me that. He gave me the uh, the horsey fart lips. That might be your favorite part, but my no at the end there, like I can hear it in my voice where I just have <laughs> no yeah. clue what is actually happening. So to bring it all full circle, we we end that talk break there. And then, you know, we're playing a promo or commercials or something like that. And then Bob just goes to me. He goes, hey, I didn't give you anything there because I, I didn't even know what we were talking about. He's like, I, I, I wasn't paying any attention at all. He's like, I was looking at something online. I didn't even know what you were talking about. Bob just completely zoned out at the end there. All right, this is your favorite part, the end, where you just give me the no? Are you stop on anytime? No. No? That, that's just, your that's, that's your unsure no there? You just Me trying to figure it out in my head, <laughs> just like trying to retrace things that my ears might have heard. That wasn't no. really paying attention. That's just, that's just your no right there? No. Nothing? Yeah. 
Mm. Anything, Bob? Any favorite movie you stop on? No. No. <laughs> Do you have any idea what I'm talking about on the show? No. Are you paying any attention at all? No. Bob, are you uh, are you doing your job properly right now? No. Oh, man. <laughs> you all right over there, Bob? What do you think, Bob? Yeah? Okay. So funny, man. And my favorite part, I was saying this on the show yesterday, is that something like that can happen. Where there's only two of us here on the show. One of us completely taps out of the show while we're talking. No clue what's happening on the conversation, what's happening on the show. And we just we just we just laugh at it. Like I'm not mad at Bob at all. We just sit here and laugh about it. Just got lost. Happens to everybody. Yeah. Even when we're talking into microphones, it happens to everybody. You could be a teacher. You, you know, you could be, well, hopefully not a firefighter during the middle of a fire. You could have any job. You know, you could work at a fast food restaurant. You could be a waitress, a waiter. Especially an office lady. Everybody has those moments where they're doing their job and they just completely zone out. And then a coworker might ask them a question. You might give them horsey fart lips. Caitlin tweets us here. Just the other day, my coworker and I had a, co- uh, a whole conversation. Um... I was looking directly at her. She got done talking, awkwardly asked my opinion. I had to tell her flat out I had no idea about anything she just said to me. It happens to all of us. It does. You're just you're at your job and you just completely zone out. And you have no idea what's happening around you. You're not listening to anybody. You're just staring off in the distance. Uh, it happened to Bob yesterday on the show when I was asking him about movies. He just zoned out. And, uh, you know, it's okay. Hope your coworker understood that it was nothing against her. You just had that moment where you left the earth for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's get to some Steelers stuff here. Antonio Brown has apologized to ESPN senior writer Jesse Washington, who wrote a uh, piece on him for the undefeated titled Antonio Brown is an Instagram all pro. But is that the full picture where it delved into some of Antonio Brown's personal life, um, his baby mamas and Uh, different things like that, the people around him. Antonio Brown responded when this article came out to Jesse Washington, wait till I see you, bro. We're going to see what your jaw likes. So basically threatening him. Um, Coach Tomlin was asked about the AB threat earlier this week at his press conference. Guys, don't ask me about social media things. You know, we, we could talk all day about things that are online or on the internet or in social media. I just choose to stay away from it. All right, so Coach Tomlin just blew that social off. Social media. His star-wide receiver basically threatening an ESPN senior writer. Guys. Coach Tomlin brushes it off like it's it's no big deal. So I, I, here's what probably happened. Somebody from the Steelers stepped in and goes, hey, somebody asked Coach Tomlin about that. He blew it off. Now people are, you know, asking like, hey, Coach Coach Tomlin might not have even known what Antonio Brown. Somebody just said Antonio Brown tweeted, and instantly Coach Tomlin goes into that blank stare where he doesn't care what follows it, you know? Right, right, He right. might have not even know. But then I bet somebody from the Steelers stepped in and goes, hey, A.B., it's starting to get some uh, traction now. Can you just apologize to the guy? So Antonio Brown said, I made a mistake in judgment with my tweet last week. I apologize for it. It is not okay to threaten anyone. I need to be better spiritually and professionally. Though I do not agree with the negative parts of the story about my personal life, I need to have better control over my actions to use social media as a way to engage with my fans rather than use it improperly. All right, so that's about it for uh a, for learn, a learning process. Uh, Jesse Washington did say that Brown apologized him uh, to him through a Steelers spokesman. I mean, he didn't even apologize himself. He did it through a spokesman. 
Um, now, let's get to uh, David DeCastro. He hurt his hand, right, yeah. in the uh, game versus the Browns. So here is David DeCastro talking about his hand. I can play a game. I'm old enough now. So we'll see how it goes. I'm just, just taking it day by day. A little bit more serious than I thought it would be. Um, David, the moment that you know you had busted it, or was it just like the adrenaline? Was like... Yeah, I knew something was wrong. It was a little crunchy. All right. I mean, crunchy hand. Really? David DeCastro is going to play this week. He just referred to his hand as it felt a little crunchy. Oh, God. <laughs> that is the worst way to ever describe like a possible broken bone or something. Like it felt a little. Cr- how'd your hand feel? It felt a little crunchy. Ah. So the David DeCastro uh, hand injury. Nobody knows how bad it is. If he's going to miss time, but he did say it was a little more serious than they thought. A little, and then a little re- crunchy. Referred to it as crunchy. Uh, Steelers starting running back since Le'Veon Bell is uh, is not around. James Connor. Uh, did say, this from Jeremy Fowler at ESPN, James Conner said that he did speak with Le'Veon Bell after the Browns game, but wouldn't divulge details about that conversation. Well, if you're looking to hear what James Conner said to Le'Veon Bell, I mean, everybody wants to hear that, right? Every Steeler fan wants to know what was that conversation between James Conner and Le'Veon Bell like after the Browns game. We will have James Conner on our show tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. And I can tell you this right now, we are not going to ask him anything about that. We're going to talk to him about his hair for 10 minutes. I mean, that's something right there. If James Conner talks about Le'Veon Bell, that's something there that's like national. Right, right. Like that could make ESPN if James Conner says something on our show about his talk with Le'Veon Bell. 100%. However, 100%. however we are not even going to ask him about that. Hair. We are just going to ask him about his hair for 10 minutes when he's on our show tomorrow. And let's get to Ben Roethlisberger. Ben Roethlisberger's already uh, kind of banged up. Well, isn't everybody after week one? Everybody's a little banged <laughs> up after week one, right? Uh, ben Roethlisberger, uh, I don't know. He hurt his elbow a little bit. It might be bruised. Ben Roethlisberger asked about his elbow yesterday. I wanted to ask you about the elbow. Got two of them. Boom! 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 Bam! You just got Ben bombed! <laughs> I wanted to ask you about the elbow. Got two of them. Got two of them, boss! <laughs> Boom! Ben bomb! Ben bomb! Ben bomb! I wanted to ask you about the elbow. Got two of them. You know, it's um, just got hit. You know, it's like bruise. So, be fine. Yeah, he'll be fine. He said, I just got hit, just got bruised. But I want to ask about the elbow. I want to ask you about the elbow. Got two of them. Bam! Got two of them. You just got Ben Bomb. So, again, if you're looking to hear what James Conner says about Le'Veon Bell in their personal conversations tomorrow, 8 a.m. hour. That's Friday on our show. Yes. We will not ask him about that. We will talk about his hair for 10 minutes. Uh, Johnny tweets is here. Mikey and Bob are about to have their biggest rating ever with Steelers running back James Conner on the show tomorrow. Um, I I don't know about that. We're excited to have James Conner on the show tomorrow. He'll be on in the 8 o'clock hour. I just, uh, if uh, if you're hoping that we get anything football really related out of him i don't know if it's going to be the show for you we are going to talk to him about his hair not much football for about 10 minutes if any oh you know what though we were saying that uh you know jeremy fowler from espn reported that james connor did say he talked to Le'Veon bell after the uh browns game right Mm -hmm. but he wouldn't go into any details do you think it would be crossing the line if we ask james connor i know you talked to Le'Veon after the browns game 
We don't want to know any of the details about did he say anything about, you know, him him coming back? Did he did he, you know, give you any hint on that? We don't care what he said to you other than what did he say about your hair? That's it. That's all I want to know. Can we ask him that? I, I think, think that I think, can... I think that's within the limits, right? Yeah, yeah. We'll walk that line. Because I don't want to pry because he's already said I'm not talking about what Le'Veon told me. Because, I mean, reporters, they want to know that. They, they want that to be the thing on ESPN that runs like James Conner. I mean, that's a private, to Le'Veon Bell. private conversation, though. I know, but I want to ask him. I know you talked to Le'Veon. I don't care what he said about when he's coming back, if he's possibly coming back. I don't care what he had to say about your performance. Did he have anything to say about your hair? Le'Veon Bell, just as a guy that you talked to, what did he say about your hair? I think he can answer that. Johnny's right. We may have our biggest ratings ever on Friday. I mean, we're going to talk about hair with All time. James Conner for about uh, 10 straight minutes. All right, let's get down to Florida. Always weird things happening down in the state of Florida. It is time for another Florida story. Here we go. Attention all listeners of The Freak Show. It's time to travel to the Sunshine State. Yes, it happened again. It's another Florida story. Driven by Pittsburgh Auto Depot. Uh, Down to Florida we go here. Well, only in Florida would a man turn an ambulance into his personal Uber. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. I love each and every story that we play from Florida that starts with, uh, you know, they give you the setup like, here it is. They know. This is an only in Florida story. They know. We know. You all know. Only in Florida would a man turn an ambulance into his personal Uber. Deputies in Broward County say Michael Paul was released from the hospital, needed a ride home. So as paramedics were wheeling a patient into the ER, they say Paul decided to steal the ambulance that they had arrived in. Bye-bye. Of course, the ambulance has GPS, so deputies had no problem tracking it down to Fort Lauderdale. And they say that Paul told them he stole it, quote, Because he needed a car. There you go. Well, and then he got a ride to jail, of course. Oh, no. Never an end of good content. There's always material out there, for sure. I mean, listen, those those anchors know just like we do. Never an end of good content that comes out of Florida. It, it, it is. It's just good, and it's never-ending. So a guy tried to, he was waiting outside, just got released from the hospital, waiting for a ride. No rides coming. Uh-uh. What am I going to do? He's stolen ambulance. They all have GPS. It took the cops literally minutes to find where he was. And then, of course, he does get a ride, but to jail. It is Florida making the show once again. 961. It's we the best music. It's Father Assad. Another one. Uh, Mikey and Bob, it is the 96.1 Kiss Morning Freak Show. High today, 80 degrees. Sunny. There is a chance of a scattered shower today, though. By the way, it is foggy out there in some areas, Bob. You want to go and uh, give a fog warning? You think your voice got it? Uh, fog! All right. Not bad. Oh, I got a burp. Why do you know? Oh, I was just stuck there. I was nothing I could do. What do you want me to do? You know? I knew it was going to affect the way I talked. I had to get it out there. I'm sorry if it was uh, unprofessional of me, but that's just uh, that's what we do around here. Um, all this week on the show, right around 7 o'clock, uh, you know, when we do Today in Freak Show History every day, uh, brought to us by Moe's Southwest Grill. Welcome, Welcome to, to Moe's. Um, for Today in Freak Show History all this week, we have been uh, reflecting and kind of smiling and laughing about some of the moments we shared on our show and on this station with our uh, good friend, uh, Mac Miller, you know, Pittsburgh rapper, musician, uh, just a kid who absolutely loved the city. 
a kid that we were first introduced to years ago when he was rapping at the uh, lunch table at Taylor Alderdice. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a kid who uh, came up here when he was a teenager and dropped his kids' mixtape uh, right from our studio, like a foot from where I'm sitting right now. Um, you know, a kid that uh, spent time with us here at the station, uh, would call the station a lot, our show, Tall Kathy's show, uh, DJ Bonix when he was here at the station, Wiz Khalifa's DJ. Um, you know, he shared a lot of moments with a lot of us here at the station. So, um, you know, there was the the gathering the other night at Blue Slide Park there in Frick Park uh, that we went to and got to see a lot of his uh, his friends and fans out there. That was a pretty, uh, pretty awesome thing. And I'm sure there definitely will be some sort of, you know, Mac tribute at that park uh, moving forward. I know there was a petition that night to try to get the uh, the park renamed Mac Miller Blue Slide Park, whether it's that or you know some sort of plaque you know those things do take time because the government takes time with everything yeah uh, but i'm sure there will be some sort of tribute um, at that park um, in honor of uh, mac but this week on the show we've just kind of been uh reflecting man i'm just still so sad about it it's just such a huge loss you know and uh, i've been listening to that kid's music all week and uh you know especially like his last album swimming that came out um you just realize how much more of a musician he was than just like a regular rapper you know like a lot of rappers aren't making the music that mac miller Dude, he's so uh, young was making so with his, young his last album yeah so this week we've been reflecting on uh some mac moments that we've had on the uh show we'll take you back now for today in freak show history this back uh a couple years ago 2015 just us talking to mac about things we talked to mac about not so much promoting songs, promoting albums and going into all that and musical inspirations and different things like that. No, just talking about Kennywood with them. Today in Freak Show History. On the phone right now, it's our buddy, Mac Miller. Hey. There's our special oh, boy. Hey. <laughs> Man, it's early, guys. A couple of weeks ago, we were out at uh, at Kennywood with your buddy, Tree J. We really missed you. That's amazing. I'm so mad because I wanted to go to Kennywood so bad while I was home. But I, think I was supposed to this one day, but I missed my flight. You Man. missed out on all the fun, Mac. <laughs> Are there any new rides? I don't know if there was a new ride. Does there, there need to be new rides for <laughs> Kennywood to be awesome? There doesn't at all. No. You know, sometimes they just have, like, you know, like, remember when they, I remember when they brought in the Aero 360, it was a really big deal. It's always a big deal. Yinzers go nuts for new I mean, how many years has it been since you've been to Kennywood, though? Probably three, three or four. All right, well, here's, here's what we need to do. Me, you, Bob, and Tree J, we can all get a crew together, coordinate outfits like matching jean shorts. We'll all wear jorts and, like, yeah. airbrush t-shirts and fanny packs. We'll all go to Kennywood. Yes. Let's, let's have a huge Kennywood party. And then I can perform. I can, like, perform on a little stage as they do all the, the plays on and stuff. <laughs> I mean, now we're just having Yinzer fantasies. This is a yin explosion happening right now. Like, right by the potato patch. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Now we're talking. More rappers should go to Kennywood. More rappers need to go to Kennywood. Mac, you should that. bring this into the hip-hop community. <laughs> That's <laughs> your job from now on. Meek Mill and Drake should settle their beef at Kennywood at on Kennywood. one of the little stages. Oh, no, 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 no. Obviously, they should each get into a different racer car. 
car, whoever <laughs> wins, wins the beef. Whoever gets in the racer, whichever car wins, wins the whole thing. There and you go. That's the way to do it. Get in touch with us uh, whenever you want to go to Kennywood. Okay, beautiful. I'll see you guys there, man. I'm just trying to represent the city. I'm not trying to be the coolest, be anything but someone that works hard and loves the place he's from. The city lost uh, a friend, lost a family member, lost a talent on Friday. Mac was music. Such a great talent, such a great person. He mm-hmm. loved Pittsburgh. He was Pittsburgh. Uh, Mac, wherever you are, Pittsburgh. We all miss you down here, man. He loved his city, and his city loved him. Rest in peace, Mac Miller from 96.1 KISS. Uh, Mikey and Bob, 96.1 KISS. It's the uh, Morning Freak Show. Follow us on Twitter and uh, Instagram. You want to get a hold of us that way, at FSMikey. At FS Big Bob. What did Apple announce yesterday? Just new iPhones? Uh, yeah, new iPhones? Yeah, I guess new Apple Watch too, but the iPhones are a big deal. Uh, the iPhone XS, the iPhone XS Max, Max, and the XR. All right. Anything earth shattering or just little improvements here and there? And uh, I think the you know the the highest one is eleven hundred dollars. That's the that's amazing. That's where we're at with uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. with iPhones. Yeah. The XS Max. The Max, yeah. Yeah, starts uh ten ninety nine. You're basically eleven hundred dollars. That starts, yeah. Woo! Pre order this Friday and they'll ship September uh twenty first. The cheapest one they announced yesterday is the iPhone XR. It'll cost uh seven hundred and fifty dollars. That'll be available October nineteenth. All right, that's fun. Bob, I have been waiting to play a game with you on the show. I have been keeping this my own little secret for quite a while now. I've been waiting to play a very specific game with you on the show. We're going to play it coming up this hour. Okay. I've been waiting for probably, I don't even know, maybe four or five months to play this game with you. Wow. It's exciting. Today's the day I feel like busting it out. Four or five months now. I, it's been it's been sitting on the back burner. I have been waiting for the perfect time to play this game, and I feel like today's show is the perfect time. No more details than that. That's a little tease right there. It's a little tease right there. What time? Do we have a time? Uh, I we'll mean, do we're it, we'll do it this hour. I'm uh, probably more. I'm uh, probably around seven forty. Let's okay, do it around right. seven forty. Okay. There's your tease. So get ready for uh, game time around seven forty. I mean, it could be a complete disaster. It could just fail miserably, or it could be uh, quite fun. So stick around for that seven forty. All the uh, national news is talking about. We're watching, you know, Good Morning America in the Today Show. It's just Hurricane Florence everywhere. Uh, Hurricane Florence is starting to hit right now. Uh, down in North Carolina, South Carolina, Virginia, Maryland, Georgia, all those states have declared state of emergencies already. It's just starting to hit land right now, right? Like the outer portion, yeah. Is where the uh, the winds are it's picking so up and huge, things like though. that. It's ridiculously huge. Man, I follow so You know how I love space, right? Yeah, yeah. So I follow all these different NASA accounts and, you know... Uh, all that in uh, International Space Station and stuff. Mm-hmm. Did you see all those pictures from space? It's just nuts, yeah. It just looks like uh, just looks like this big white mass with a just the eye of the storm. It's just like that thing is that thing is on Earth somewhere right now and about to just blast the coast of the uh, United States. It's crazy. 
Oh, of course they have people live on the beach. That's my favorite part, That's man. That's smart. I love that. There is nothing better than having reporters <laughs> in <laughs> harm's way during a hurricane. Hurricane Florence closes in. Evacuations ordered. And it's just like, except... <laughs> We have this guy out here. He's live. Who is wearing nothing but a raincoat when eminent life-threatening conditions are on their way. Destruction is on its way. Everybody has left the coast. Right. Except let's go live. And, you know, the guy's just, uh, there's rain, there's wind and everything. There's things flying around. And it's like, really? I mean, you can't do this from inside? We we can't just use, like, a beach cam or something or a shore cam for that? You have to have an actual human being out there? To show the nation how windy it is? I mean, we can see. It's we, a hurricane. We know. Hey, we know. We, we know. know what this is like. Sure, they come in different shapes, different sizes. We've all seen what a hurricane does. We don't need the person on the beach reporting in every hurricane. Who we do need is Frankie McDonald from Nova Scotia. Yes. Uh, there is this guy who has his own YouTube channel in Nova Scotia. We have played clips from him all the time. Whenever there is severe weather in the world, he gets on YouTube from his neighborhood in Nova Scotia and just starts kind of yelling and warning people. This is a Frankie McDonald updated Hurricane Florence warning. This is Frankie McDonald. My own team says you're live in Sydney, Nova Scotia. Attention, citizens of North Carolina. Attention, citizens of South Carolina. Attention, citizens of Virginia. Attention, citizens of... Maryland. All right, Maryland. Hurricane warning has been issued. It's going to hit North Carolina on Friday. Wow. Hurricane will be so powerful, North Carolina. It may cause power outages. People in North Carolina, prepare for Hurricane Florence on Friday, September 14, 2018. Take care. Stay safe. Don't get caught in Hurricane Florence. Be safe. All right, now listen. I just kind of ragged on the news for sending reporters down live in the hurricane. I mean, if Frankie McDonald's there, though, I'm pretty sure the hurricane turns around. Hurricane! All right, if Frankie McDonald is on the beach right now in North Carolina and he is yelling, that hurricane is turning around and thinking twice. Uh, Tyler tweets us here. You guys uh, have been great remembering Mac Miller all this week. I've been crying every morning. Um, there is more Mac Miller stuff we're going to get to on the uh, show today. I'm going to try to get to this uh, older phone call when he called in to, uh, to talk to Tall Kathy uh, one afternoon a few years ago. You know, the Steelers have their uh, home opener coming up on Sunday against the Chiefs, and I believe two times – Mac Miller had a stage A outdoor show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right after a Steelers home opener, what a yinsplosion those shows were! Right, like after a Steelers Just home opener, Mac Miller madness. at stage A. That yeah. is that is a lot to take in a yinsplosion. So before one of those shows, he called uh, Tall Kathy. We're gonna get to that call. Also, it's kind of random, but uh, this guy's one of the biggest rappers around now. But he started off as like the third or fourth opening act on the Mac Miller Wiz Khalifa under the influence tour. Kendrick Lamar. He Pulitzer Prize winner, Kendrick Lamar. Like that dude has won a Pulitzer Prize for for his lyrics and uh-huh. his writing. Uh Kendrick Lamar reflecting uh, Mac Miller. We'll get to that in the uh in the eight o'clock hour. Also, though, I've been waiting months to play a very special game with Bob. He has no idea what it is. We're gonna play that. 
uh, coming up next on the show. Right now, though, stop everything. It is time for the streak to continue. Uh, We have said we came to the realization months ago. It seems almost every day we cover a story where somebody is getting naked somewhere. So we started naked streaks on the show. Mm -hmm. And we said, let's see how many shows in a row we can go with the uh, naked story. What what's the most we've done? Like what's the streak? What's the longest streak we went? It was the first streak we did. Well, Third thirty nine, I believe. Thirty nine shows in a row. All right, so we're starting small again because we did miss a naked day. But for the third show in a row, correct, Bob? Yep. Uh, it is time for a naked story. Here we go. Whoa! It happened again. Someone decided to get naked. It's time for another naked story on the 96.1 Kiss Morning Freak Show with Mikey and Big Bab. Uh, naked story. We go to Minnesota for this next story. We have naked uh, jet skiers. And some people skinny dip. Other people jet ski naked. Yep. And turns out that's illegal. Take a look at this. The Star Tribune tweeted this out. Two naked jet skiers hit the water on Gull Lake wearing nothing but a life vest and a smile. Police charge them with disorderly conduct. All right. At what point do you think you can jet ski naked just on a lake? This I isn't mean, even a private lake or something in Minnesota. Public lake. There's other people on the lake. And life vests, like, though. They're looking safe. No, that, safe. no, you don't get points for safety with that. So here's what happened. A state conservation officer was out on this lake. A boater approached him saying two naked men were on jet skis <laughs> and had pointed them out. Colette, uh, Tim Collette was the state conservation officer there in Minnesota. He was flagged down by a second pontoon boat. All right, so there's just people out on nice, leisurely... Enjoying their day. A boating evening, right? Pontoon boats yeah. going very slow, just enjoying it. Uh, second pontoon driver had been uh, cruising on a lake with his family, and they had been circled by naked jet skiers who they said also were wearing nothing but safety vests. Uh, it wasn't very hard to find the suspects. They had all been drinking uh, alcohol. It says, though, but not enough to make a case against any of them for drunken driving. Oh. So hold on. You mean to tell me these people drank enough to where it seemed like a good idea to go naked jet skiing? But not enough? But listen, they weren't that drunk, though, because they had the, uh, the frame of mind to say, whoa, hold on. Like, imagine them all naked on the dock by the jet skis. Butt-ass naked. Uh, about to just... Are we doing it? Are we naked jet skiing? We're doing it. They're looking at pontoon boats. They're like, we're doing this with pontoon boats and everything. Like, could be families out there. We don't care, right? We doing this? Are we naked jet skiing? Everybody's like, yeah. But they weren't that drunk, though, because somebody said, hold on. Everybody, get a safety vest. Put that life jacket on. And then they were like, okay, yeah, he's he's right. Okay, if we're going to do this, we got to be naked (laughs) with a safety vest. I mean, listen, that was a good call, though, because what is it a bad way to die or a great way to die naked on a jet ski? I mean, if they didn't have the safety vest, if somebody drowns, is that a horrible way to die or is that an amazing way to die? I don't know. That is a tough call right there. Uh, That's pretty sad. Just flying around pontoons and then you just die i mean sad is just getting into like a a meaningless car accident or something like that you're forever then the naked jet ski guy i mean your family has to live with that but you live on forever bob you live eternal you're like a lake legend eternal they can hear you at night you become the, the lake legendary story. Just like if you listen close after dark, you can hear him still out there. 
revving uh, his jet ski engine. If you get up right in the morning when the sun is rising and you look onto that lake, some say you can still see the ghost of the naked jet skier. Naked people making the show once again. Mikey and Bob, 96.1 Kiss, the morning freak show. Who wins uh, Justin Timberlake tickets there, Bob? Uh, Brianna from South Hills. All right, congrats to uh, Brianna. More Justin tickets coming up around 8.30 on the show. Uh, Bob, uh, close your computer down there. Okay. No cheating. Oh. We're about to play a game that I've been waiting for quite a long time to play with you. Okay. I want to take everybody back to the uh, to the beginning of pirate season. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Pirates, you know, season's almost over. They have no chance of making the playoffs uh, at all. Uh, beginning of Pirates season, though, right? We kind of figured this season was not going to turn out too good for the Pirates. Uh, I believe this was the morning of the home opener. I asked Bob to name the Pirates outfield. Uh, Polanco. You got that. Marte, obviously. You got the easy ones. I, I honestly don't know. Corey Dick. Dick. <laughs> What's Dickerson. Oh. I love Corey Dick Dick. <laughs> I couldn't remember if his name was Dickerson or Dickinson. Let's go, Buck. We ended up Corey Dick Dick in it. It's a pretty funny moment on the show because yeah. I called him Corey Dick Dick. Uh, I didn't even know if he was Dickerson or Dickinson. It is Dickerson. Um, so, uh, you know, obviously we cared so little about the Pirates going in that I, you know, didn't you didn't even know the outfield. I didn't even know the outfield. I totally forgot we had traded for that guy and everything. So here we are, Bob. Not, you know, we're in the middle of September. Not too many, um, not too many people maybe who were in that starting lineup on opening day are left. Do you see Gregory Polanco slide on Friday? I did see that. Gregory yeah. Polanco is out for the season. He may have made the worst slide in, I'm not even joking, Major League Baseball history. It's like a human being who has never played baseball just awkwardly flopped into second base. The legs were all over the place. He had to get surgery, messed up his shoulder, his knee and everything. But here's what I want to do, Bob. Yesterday afternoon, the Pirates uh, beat the Cardinals 4-3 to in okay. an otherwise meaningless game, really, for the Pirates in St. Louis. An afternoon game, right? Bob, it is time to go down that Pirates lineup. Let's see what you know. Who led off yesterday for the Pirates and plays second base? Yesterday, Pirates, second baseman, leadoff hitter. Who is it? I do know this. I know. I think so. Well, I know it's either one. It's Kramer and Newman. No, you don't. You don't get an either one. All right, Newman. it is Adam Frazier. It is oh, Adam Frazier. Oh. Okay, 0 for 1. I thought we, the new guys were. We have 9. Right, we have 9. One. We're 0 for 1. Who played center field for the Pirates yesterday? Oh, God, I have no clue. No? I, I, I really don't know that. It's Starling Marte. Oh, Marte. Marte is in center over. field. Marte is in center field. Oh, that's okay. not looking good for me. This for is Bob or... trying to go down the Pirates lineup. Who played first base? And batted third for the Pirates yesterday, Bob. Who is it? Bell? Is it? it is. It is Josh Bell at first base. All right. Who batted cleanup for the Pirates yesterday and played right field? Who's in right field? It's not Polanco. He's hurt. Who's in right field batting cleanup? The power hitter. Who Cor- is it? Corey Dick Dick, right? It no? is not. It is not Corey Dickerson. It is Jordan Luplo. 
Okay, I'm out. I have no clue what's happening with the Pirates. Who played third base and batted fifth for the Pirates yesterday? Who is it? What's his name? Really? He's one of the guys they traded for, right? You know? Oh, what's his name? Mus. Five seconds. Musgrove? Musgrove? No. It is Kevin Kramer. Kevin Kramer. Oh, that's where Kramer is. All Ke- right. It's Kevin Kramer at third base. Who is in left field starting yesterday for the Pittsburgh Pirates? It's got to be Dick Dick. It is Pablo Reyes. Pablo Reyes. You're just making people up. I am not making him up. You're making people up. It's Pablo Reyes in left field. We have three more. Who is Pablo Reyes? Uh, actually, actually, two more. Two more. Because I don't even want to go to the pitcher because James and Tyone pitch. So that's the ninth spot, right? So we're only going to eight people. Who's playing shortstop and batted seventh for the Pirates yesterday versus the Cardinals? Who is That's got to be Newman, right? It is Kevin Newman. There you go. You got two. The only reason I know that is because there's the Kramer Newman picture. Yeah, it's there's L- the Seinfeld names. Yeah. LOLs, Pirates. Last one here, though, Bob. Who was playing catcher for the Pirates yesterday? We have gone down the lineup. This is the eighth spot. Who is batting eighth for the Pirates and eighth? catching? Who is it? Who is it? Who's down there? Who's squatting for Tyone? Who is it? Stallings? Jacob Stallings. You got it. You got it. There you go. No clue where it even came from. Three out of eight. Three out of eight, which is not bad. Let's go, Bucks. I don't think I would have even got that many. And did pop- you, hey, did you make that up? The no, couple? no, those no. Are, those right. are actually players. Right. Uh, so just to let everybody know, there it is. There is an actual pirate wow. who played left field yesterday, <laughs> named Pablo Reyes. Ninety-six-one. Follow and tweet the ninety-six-one Kiss Morning Freak Show. Hashtag Mikey and Bob make morning special. That's right. At FS Mikey and at FS Big Bob. <laughs> Natalie tweets us, I'm laughing at Bob. He's all of us right now when it comes to the Pirates. Who are some of these people? Who is Pablo Reyes? Yeah, I just hit Bob and tried to see if he could figure out who uh, who played for the Pirates yesterday versus the Cardinals. I mean, not a lot of people paying attention to the Pirates at all. Nobody's listening or watching the games, really. No, huh? And uh, Bob... Uh, Obviously me. <laughs> not me. Bob knew three out of the uh, eight position players for the uh, Pirates yesterday. Got five of them wrong. So not bad. I actually don't think I would have done that good, uh, to be completely honest. Uh, We have been reflecting on uh, Mac Miller a lot this week on the uh, show. Uh, Mac Miller, of course, uh, dated Ariana Grande famously for uh, for over a year. Uh, She had posted just a picture of Mac Miller on, on Instagram with no, you know, say anything no reflection just a picture of mac miller disable her comments her brother frankie grande though last night posted a picture of mac and frankie grande uh put on his instagram i am beyond heartbroken over malcolm's death he was a good friend and wonderful to my sister he was the reason i went to the rehab center where i was detoxed safely from all the drugs alcohol and medications i was taking when i couldn't imagine living without them It was the place where I found the community of support that showed me that living life without drugs was a possibility, and I never would have uh, discovered that if it weren't for Malcolm. I remember when I would get 30, 60, 90 days clean, 
and Malcolm would be there with a gift or a card or words of encouragement telling me that he knew how hard getting sober is and how impressed he was that I was succeeding. Malcolm, my friend, you will be dearly missed, and I know you will be looking down on me from heaven. Proud AF for every day I live my life clean and sober. 453 days and counting. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. That is uh, an Instagram post from Frankie Grande, of course, Ariana Grande's uh, brother. There was a... uh, a show I was watching on YouTube last night. It's called Open Late with Peter Rosenberg. Uh, Complex puts that on, right? Mm-hmm. So he had some people on that were uh, just reflecting, telling stories about uh, Mac Miller. And, uh, you know, one of the biggest rappers in the game right now, like I previously said during the show, Pulitzer Prize winning rapper. <laughs> How many rappers have won a Pulitzer Prize? None, except Kendrick Lamar, right? Kendrick Lamar, though... And we were talking about this earlier this week, just about how many people were influenced not only by Mac Miller, but by Wiz Khalifa. Like there was a period in hip hop where Mac and Wiz just, they just, they ran, they, they ran it for a little while. Yep. There was a, there was a run there where Pittsburgh was like the center of the hip hop universe. Kendrick was one of the openers right on the Mac and Wiz tour. Not even like the main opener. That's how early. And you know, Chance the Rapper was on tour with Mac. He was one of his openers. He's one of the biggest rappers out now too. But yeah, Kendrick Lamar on one of the under the influence tours where it was Wiz and Mac. Kendrick Lamar was like the third or fourth opener, maybe. I remember me, you, and DJ Bonix. It was still daytime out. Like, it was bright and sunny and like <laughs> yeah, a quarter full, maybe. It was out at Star Lake or whatever you want to call it now. Yeah, there was maybe a thousand people there watching Kendrick Lamar. Mm-hmm. And Kendrick Lamar on this uh, open late with Peter Rosenberg reflecting on uh, Mac Miller. It's Kendrick Lamar tapping in. Remembering the life, celebrating the life for the homie Mac Miller. And if I can remember anything about the homie, man, just the fact that he was a funny, funny, funny individual, you know? I always pulled up to the studio, played music, you know, and just had us laughing, told jokes all night. I remember years back we had this thing called How Many Racks? I say something like, How many racks Whoopi Goldberg got? Mac a shoot back. How many racks uh, 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 Vanilla Ice got? You know, silly <laughs> that made us laugh and whatnot. But fast forward months later, one of them got me a, a, a black G-Wagon. You know, we we young, we just now get money in the industry. I sent him a pic of the G-Wagon. I say, how many racks Kendrick Lamar has now? And he sends back, Kendrick Lamar never have racks like Mac Miller. Then blasts off a white G-Wagon. He just got the same. We got sweat to God. I fell out laughing. This dude started calling us Millie Vanilli. Start telling people we got jungle fever, calling us, telling people we 101 rap Dalmatian now. Man, I, I swear to God, I talked about that moment forever because he was just so quick and just so clever. And uh, it just made my day when he shot that back, man. And, and all in all, that's the type of person he was, just a good dude. Always made you feel good, just a great energy to have around. And um, great musician great writer just always had a smile on his face and that's something that i commend uh no matter what he was going through he didn't make you feel sorry for him you know he was strong about it i always kept a smile on his face because he wanted you to smile too and that's just something i always love you know no matter whatever personal issues he gave you that energy he gave you that energy it wasn't no misery loves company with him you know he showed a smile and you gave that smile right back. It made you feel good. So forever, we're going to remember the life. We're going to remember that smile. Celebrating. 
Mac Miller, love. That is uh, Kendrick Lamar kind of reflecting on uh, just the kind of person Mac Miller was. I love him telling that story about the black, uh, the black and white G-Wagon right. that they both had. <laughs> Started calling those 101 wrapped Dalmatians <laughs> in Millie Vanilli. Uh, it's funny. And, uh, you know, it's uh, it's been fun and sad to reflect on uh, some of these moments and people sharing stories about uh, Mac Miller. Uh, coming up in the 9 o'clock hour, probably close to uh, 9 o'clock, I have a call uh, of Mac calling the station, uh, Tall Kathy, right before he did one of those Steelers home opener shows mm-hmm. at, uh, at Stage AE. And it's just, you know, it's just a typical fun-loving Mac, but not just, you know, not just talking with Kathy and promoting that show that he had at Stage AE, but just... You know, it's like two Yinzers talking to each talking, other. Talking it, Pittsburgh. Exactly. And, you know, I don't think all of his interviews were like that. But when he called us, when he called Kathy, when he called Pittsburgh, he was all Yinzer. Uh, Rebecca tweets is here. I either want more Irish Snoop Dogg on the show or more talk about women's pants pockets. Okay, uh, Snoop Dogg, I agree. I hey, do. did you find pants, by the way? Okay, let me tell you about pants. Well, hold on. Can I play Irish oh, yeah, yeah. Snoop Dogg sorry, real sorry, quick? sorry, sorry. Snoop Dogg is a big Steelers fan, right? Snoop Dogg loves the Steelers, and we love Snoop Dogg because a lot of time when he's watching the Steelers play, he is giving his reactions live on his Instagram account. Uh, at one point, he was you know gleeful before the Steelers tied the Browns, and he started doing this, I don't know, weird Snoop Irish accent. Watching me game all by myself. All by me lonely watching the game because I don't want any interruptions when my Steelers are in destruction. Shout out to all the Steelers fans around the whole world. Y'all know what it is. Steeler Nation. Man, I don't know what that accent was, but I'm uh, I'm good with Snoop Dogg giving that to us every Steelers game. So, a little tease for Monday's show. Possible uh, Snoop Dogg reaction to the Steelers-Chiefs game. And then yesterday, uh, you know, I was talking about pants yesterday on the show. Because the weather is getting cooler and I looked at the pants that I was wearing like last fall and last winter. A couple of them don't even fit me anymore. Must have put on a few pounds, right? And then I'm just looking at some. It's so hard for me to find pants because I'm so tall. Yeah. Right? So we were talking about this yesterday. And I said, I need pants. I'm going to. I didn't find any pants. I mean, if you're just listening right now and you think, oh, just go to the big and tall store. That's not how it works. No, like, it isn't. It is for a bigger Mike tall is, person. Mike is tall, but his waist is small. So it doesn't work out so well very awkward body and nobody got me so many people sent me suggestions uh yesterday you know american eagle you know american eagle yeah, yeah. right they're local right. but also huge right american eagle has tall sizes right not for you not for me how about that they have tall sizes i don't even fit in their tall size Yo, american eagle anybody listening that works at american eagle just a little extra fabric for my man give me like I need two more inches on your tallest pair of tall pants. Special cut. Okay. Yo, American Eagle, can, can we get some special cut pants for me? Let's go. I'm ready to rep. I don't even care what you got. Jeans, khakis, track pants, some joggers. G- give me two more inches on the tallest you got, American Eagle. Come on. So Nothing. No, I didn't find one pair of pants. I looked for over an hour yesterday, and I didn't feel comfortable enough buying one pair of pants. Sad. 
Uh, Christy tweets, I was listening to yesterday's podcast and feeling uh, the women's illusions pocket rage when I realized something. There are more women's dresses that have real pockets than women's pants. How weird is that? Oh, yeah. Like, the talk- pocket thing is completely insane. It's like- mind-blowing to me. Listen, as two grown men, we had no idea that women went through this. No. When women buy pants, they very rarely get real pockets. Okay, as a man, if you're listening to the show right now, how mind-blowing is this to you? Women, when they go pants shopping, can't find pants with pockets. They just have, like, fake pockets sewn on their pants. They're, they're like illusion pockets that aren't even real pockets, or fashion. they're, like, sewn. Fashion it's, pockets. It's amazing. It's stupid. Like, can we get... Can we give women some pants pockets? Makes no sense. Uh, Julie was tweeting here. Uh, heard on the radio about pants pockets. Looked down to see my front pockets were fake. What the hell is even happening in the world? <laughs> uh, Joel tweets here. And listen, this may be something too. This is some male privilege maybe happening here, right? What? This may be its own movement. What is it? All the fake women's pants pockets. Pockets were reallocated to make men's cargo pants. Whoa! Is that what happened here? That's deep. Is that what happened here? That's deep. Did men steal (laughs) women's pants pockets just so we could have these big-ass cargo pants by our knees? Wow! (laughs) So men sometimes have too many pockets on their pants. Women can't even get two regular functional pockets. Pockets. It's a damn shame. On pants. So, ladies, listen to the show. I feel your pain, and I want you to feel my pain, too. I was online shopping for like an hour and a half. I could not find a single pair of just, like, jeans or any other kind of pants that correctly fit me. It's like I need an alert set whenever a store puts out a giant, freakishly tall pair of pants. That just goes off, you know? She's like, we're going to put and, these aside for Mikey. But listen, people were sending me links to like, you know, hey, Kohl's has like big and tall pants. And I'm just like, I'm looking through these. I'm just like, yo, it's I'm like not, a big and tall store where it's like big but and tall. But not, yeah, but then, then I'm looking at them and you're like, I don't want to wear any of these pants. Like, I'm not, I'm not ready to go full like, you know, Wrangler dad jeans yet, you You'd know? Like, hey, you look good, Wranglers. Don't, uh, don't. Well, I got the ass for Wrangler. Jeans. I'm, I'm tall. I, I have an alien-like body, but I will tell you one thing. I got the ass for a pair of Wrangler jeans. Trisha tweets us here. One of the reasons I bought my wedding dress was because it had actual pockets. That's, I mean, listen, shopping for a wedding dress. You're thinking, you know, all right, this is no big deal. I'm just going to get that first one that really catches my eye. You're not even thinking, does this thing have pockets or not? I pockets mean, wedding game dress. Game changer. You need that, right? By the way, if you need a wedding dress, Babettes, 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 Babettes. Go to Babettes Gowns. I mean, we are pros with the sponsors on this show, Sneaking right? it right in. Uh, Becca is about to. I Radios might actually blow up when I read this tweet, right? Okay, all right. We've been talking about women's pants and how they have fake pockets or no pockets at all, right? Right, right, right. Becca tweets here, women have fake pockets, so we buy purses. Like a conspiracy? Uh, Twins tweets here, reason why girls don't have pockets or their small pockets is because designers want them to buy purses. Wow. Okay, but hold on. Is there like a pants purse conspiracy that's happening? 
I don't understand that. Sounds like it. So do manufacturers of women's pants get some sort of cut when purses are sold? Under, I the, don't, under the table. I don't think so. Under the table. I don't think so. Off the books. Uh, Steelers home opener Sunday, 1 p.m. against the uh, Chiefs. By the way, we have real NFL football on tonight, kids. Ravens-Bengals. Little AFC North matchup there tonight. Woo! It's a weird Thursday night game. It's like 8-20 on uh, NFL Network. Hope for diarrhea for everybody involved. There you go. All right. Who do you want to win? The Ravens or the Bengals? They're both 1-0. They're both ahead of the uh, Steelers and Browns who had that awkward tie. And we're cheering, we're cheering for diarrhea tonight? Yes. All right. Here we go, diarrhea. Here we go. Antonio Brown has apologized for threatening uh, ESPN writer Jesse Washington, who wrote a piece uh, for the undefeated, where basically brought up a lot of the things in Antonio Brown's uh, private life. Antonio Brown uh, said, I made a mistake in judgment with my tweet, and I apologize for that. The tweet said, wait till I see you, bro. We gonna see what your jaw like. So he threatened this uh, senior writer for ESPN. He said, it's not okay to threaten anyone. I need to be better spiritually and professionally, though I do not agree with the negative parts of the story about my personal life, uh, life, I need to have better control over my actions to use social media as a way to engage with my fans rather than use it improperly. All right. So Antonio Brown, once again, is learning a social media lesson. A lesson learned, it sounds like. <laughs> right. I thought we learned all he the lessons. He will not break your jaw. It's a lesson learned. After, Well, listen, when he did the uh, Facebook Live in the locker room, oh, yeah, there were social media uh-huh. lessons learned from that. However, though, threatening physical violence was maybe not one of those lessons. So it's another lesson learned on social media for AB. Uh, David DeCastro has something wrong with his hand. He was talking about that yesterday. I could play a game. I'm old enough now. So we'll see how it goes. I'm just, just taking it day by day. A little bit more serious than I thought it would be. Um, David, the moment that you know you had busted it, or was it just like the adrenaline? Was just... Yeah, I knew something was wrong. It was a little crunchy. Okay, David DeCastro's oh. hand, he may not go versus the Chiefs. Not oh. sure yet. He's going to see how it goes. But David DeCastro's hand got a little crunchy versus the uh, Brown. Crunchy hand. Uh, ben Roethlisberger uh, did something to his elbow in the Browns game, so he was asked about that. I love this. I wanted to ask you about the elbow. Got two of them. Take it. <laughs> you know, it's um, just got hit. You know, it's like bruise, so be fine. Yeah, once again. I wanted to ask you about the elbow. Got two of them. There you go, Ben. That, yeah. Woo! He should just start throwing bows at reporters at that point. Got two of them. Boom! <laughs> Boom now boom. listen. We don't threaten violence. Oh, yeah, that's right. Lesson learned. Jeremy Fowler from ESPN tweeting out, James Conner, Steelers running back, said he spoke with Le'Veon Bell after the Steelers-Brown game, but wouldn't divulge details of that conversation. Mm. Wow. So James Conner had contact with Le'Veon Bell, right? Who, of course, private conversation. Hasn't showed up. Private conversation. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people, especially Steelers fans, Ooh. want to know what that conversation oh. was like. James Conner, though, is not telling anybody what was talked about in that private conversation. However, though, tomorrow on our show in the 8 o'clock hour, James Conner calling the show. So if you want to know what James Conner and Le'Veon Bell talked about in yeah. that private phone conversation, yeah, 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 yeah. you are not going to hear about it on our show tomorrow no. because we are only going to talk about his hair for 10 straight minutes. 
10 minutes of hair. James Conner has that amazing haircut where it's kind of like business in the front, party in the back. His head is like half shaved, but he's got the nice, oh, nice there's flow a party. out the back. There's, yeah, there's a party in so the back. So listen, are we really going to stick to this? Do you? Th- are we just... Are we talking out of our butts at this point? Are are we really going to be able to talk to James Conner for like eight to ten minutes on the show or whatever it is tomorrow? Strictly about hair. Like, is there anything else you want to talk to James Conner about? Or should we just go? Because, listen, maybe the Steelers will tweet it out. Steeler fans will be tuning in. We'll tweet the link out to listen live. And yeah, like, hey, yeah. James Conner coming up. Maybe somebody thinking, okay, Let's see if Mikey and Bob ask him what he talked to Le'Veon Bell Mike, about. Mikey and Bob are going to get in-depth with him. Right, and then we just literally talked to him about hair for 10 minutes. You're right? damn right we're getting in-depth. Right, now, what? hold on. About the hair. What questions do we ask James Conner about his hair? Because I want to know like, when he decided to cut it like that. Was it, know was it, it was some it was sort bat. of dare? Yeah, yeah bat or like, dare. Did, who actually cut his hair? Was it a barber? Was it somebody on the team? Who cut his hair? Does his hair have a nickname? Does he call that style of hair something? Will it change throughout the season? Oh like, is there an evolution? Gosh. Wow, that's good, too. Okay, hold on. We will ask a Le'Veon Bell question, because that's what everybody wants to talk to James Conner about, right? We will ask. When you talk to Le'Veon, we don't want to know the details about, hey, when's Le'Veon coming back? Did Le'Veon say anything about your hair? Private conversation, I know, but let us into that conversation. What did he say about your hair? Don't tell us when he's coming back, or I don't want to hear any of that. No football chat. I don't want to hear about what he's doing down in Florida. I don't want to hear any of that. Don't want to hear anything football related. Mm -mm. I don't want to hear how you feel about Le'Veon. Nothing. How did Le'Veon feel about your hair? I think we can sneak that one in. That's fair. I think so. Uh, Earlier in the show, I hit Bob with a very special game. I went... uh, I went down every position for the Pirates other than pitcher from their starting lineup yesterday afternoon in St. Louis and asked Bob, you know, who plays second base for the Pirates yesterday. Uh, Bob got five out of or got three out of the eight. I may mean, give my best shot. Really, uh, from looking at tweets here, though, the one that really threw people off, how did you know Jacob Stallings was the catcher for the Pirates? Because that was the last one I asked you. You didn't go with Francisco Cervelli. You didn't go with, who was the other guy, Elias Diaz? Yeah, yeah. I thought, How did you get Jacob Stallings? I remember the Pirates drafted him when his dad was the pit coach. Oh, yeah, that's right, the basketball coach. And then yeah, yeah. if you would ask me that one first, though, I wouldn't have got it because I just did it by elimination thinking about how many, like, call-up guys were Oh, playing. so you were thinking about, like, younger minor league guys and yeah, you were yeah. already in that mindset and then you just pulled Jacob Stallings out of your ass. Yeah, he was the last possible person I could think of. So if I would have asked you who's the Pirates catcher yesterday Diaz. first, the ideas I would have would have yeah. yeah. All right, uh, that's a fun game to play though. If you have like a Pirates <laughs> fan in your office, that's just you know they've already tapped out of the season, which just about everybody has, right? Um, play that game in the office today. Go get the lineup for who started yesterday. See if they can beat three afternoon game. <laughs> St. Louis, yes. Bob has the Bob's the leader in the clubhouse right now with three. Eh, good for you, Bob. All right. Uh, we do this from time to time on the show. It is time to go down to Florida. Always weird things happening down the state of Florida. It is another Florida story. Here we go. Attention all listeners of the Freak Show. It's time to travel to the Sunshine oh, State. Yes. 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 It happened again. Yes. It's another Florida story. Driven by Pittsburgh Auto Depot. Uh, another Florida story. Let's see what we got here. Coming up from the news station only in Florida. Oh, 
Oh yeah, a viral video of two people standing on a trailer going down the road holding onto furniture. <laughs> Hear from the guy who shot this viral video. Okay, so that's the tease there. There's a, a video going Florida viral. Uh, explain what we're looking at in the video there, Bob. There's explain pickup, what it is. A pickup truck with like one of the little tow behind trailers. Yeah, yeah. Tow behind trailers loaded with like furniture. It looks like maybe <laughs> kitchen furniture, like Somebody's tables. Somebody's moving and or something, maybe, some right? Dressers, yeah. And okay. There are two people <laughs> riding on the trailer with the furniture, like holding it, like bear hugging it all, like holding it together. It's not like t- that's going to keep it on the trailer somehow. It's not tied down at all. And the people Dude, are and not, not tied down and they don't have their, like their four ways on or anything. They're like, they're just cruising. All right, let's get to this. It's moving day, Florida style. Yes, two adults riding yes. on a trailer holding onto furniture. How great is that? <laughs> moving day, Florida style, two adults. <laughs> Holding on to furniture in a trailer. Probably thinking, who needs to tie it down? Sure. Tonight, we're hearing from the guy who recorded that viral video. This is this is a calamity. Jay Meldrum could hardly believe what he was seeing. Two people standing on a trailer holding furniture as they drove down the busy road. Yeah. They don't have any tie-downs. They're just human tie-downs. Florida human tie downs. Boggled my mind. I, I, you know, common sense says, yeah. you know, it's not yeah. probably yeah. the best course of action. Uh, but do we always use our common sense down in Florida? Not Man, at no. all. No. Yeah, I, mean, I was worried for them. Yeah, of course. Let's, let's hope they arrive safely. By the way, we checked with the highway patrol and <laughs> troopers tell us that what's in this video is dangerous and very illegal. How great is that? They had to go to troopers for the statement be like, do you see the people? People holding down the furniture in the back of the trailer, no tie downs, just tying it down with humans. Like Human legal? tie downs in no. Florida. I love how they wrap it up. By the way, if you're watching this and thinking, well, son of a bitch, why not think of that? Why did why did I pay movers? I don't need or no why, movers. Why did I spend an hour tying my bed and dresser down when all I needed was a couple of friends to hold it down in the back? So at the end, they have to go. By the way, Florida. I know what you're thinking seeing this video. Well, hell, that's cool. This is highly dangerous and highly illegal. Florida making the show once again. Uh, this week on the show, we've been, uh, you know, talking about and reflecting on uh, our, our friend Mac Miller, who, you know, everyone seemed to know and love in uh, Pittsburgh. Great musician. Um, and, you know, we have been talking uh, all this week about how some people might not understand how so many people were affected by the loss of Mac Miller. And, you know, I, I keep making the point that there was a complete generation of kids who Mac and Wiz Khalifa, especially here in Pittsburgh, especially here, it was their high school and college soundtrack, which is, I always say is, you know, musically the most important time in your life. Like that's usually your favorite music. Like if you're a little older now, you look at your high school and college music, the music you were into, and just goes, that music is a lot better than the crap they're putting out now. And for so many kids in Pittsburgh now who might be, you know, in their mid to late 20s now, might be settling down, having a family, getting into mm-hmm. a real job now, they grew up on Mac and Wiz. That's why the loss of Mac Miller hurt so many people and so many people. I mean, they, they basically have... grew up with Mac and Wiz. Well, that's true, like, too. age-wise, too, yeah. You know, that's why so many people um, who might have not even personally known Mac or ever met him or anything like that, maybe just went to a show. Uh, that's why it's such a uh, hard loss. So all this week we've been kind of reflecting on some of the moments 
that we have shared with Mac here at 961 Kiss. So Tall Kathy um, had Mac on. This was a few years back. And had Mac on the show. I have have you ever heard this before? No. Uh-uh. Because listen, Kathy in the afternoon doesn't get a talk for like, you know, 10 minutes straight like me and Bob do usually. So a lot of people might have not even heard some of the parts of this Mac Miller call when uh, he called Tall Kathy. This was a few years back, though. This is how it starts with Mac, right? It's my favorite thing in the world. What do you think he's talking about there? It's my favorite thing in the world. What do you think it is there? Opening up, doing a show at Stage AE after the Steelers home oh, opener. Oh, Steelers football? Steelers yeah. football, favorite well, thing in the world? Favorite thing in the world to do a show oh, like, okay. right after a Steelers home opener. I mean, it's like an explosion right yeah. there. Yeah, he did a couple of those where he opened, like, uh, the Steelers home opener. That night, he would then play a show at Stage AE. So I want to take you back here. Uh, this is Tall Kathy a couple years ago talking with Mac Miller. It's my favorite thing in the world. It's a complete like, Pittsburgh day. I'm, you know me, like I'm, I'm very Steeler. Like that's an important thing to me. So like, it's a win. So walk me through, uh, like your your time in Pittsburgh leading up to that show. Definitely kick it with mom because you know what? Like like I could get a hotel, but like you know I'm gonna go home, kick it with mom, kick it with pops, see the cats, see my grandma. Go drive over to ID Lab, say hi there. I'm just driving around mostly because I just like love to like, I need that, that dose of Pittsburgh. Like I need all of it and I don't have as much time there as, as, I, as I used to. So like it's, it's a jam packed day. There's no like sitting inside we're, we're, we're experiencing. So like what I'm going to do when I get there is I'll get me for Manny's. That's off top, yeah, and, and I don't ever want to hear someone from Pittsburgh tell me that that they're sick of Manny's because that's just not that's that's like being sick of water, You're right? You can be like, man, I've had so much water in my life, but then if you stop, you'll die. So like, you need Manny's, and that's just how I feel about it. And I'm pretty sure it's scientifically proven as well. Oh, absolutely, um, it is. I'm, I'm excited as hell, man. Just talking to you right now just got me even more excited, man. I'm. <laughs> I'm about to just do do the rest of this interview from from the car and just drive to Pittsburgh and then in eight hours be like, why didn't I just take a plane, you know? Well, we're so excited for everything that you have going on. It's just, it's always so fun just to watch you grow. You're a Pittsburgh hometown dude. You're a hero for us and we love you. Thank you. I love you guys too. And it's crazy, man, because the first time coming around there, I was like 17 years old and now I'm 24. So feels good. Yeah, I remember meeting you like the night of my birthday outside of Nakama. You were like talking to Mikey and you were like 16 years old, 17 years old or something. Yeah. Because I was like, do you want to come in and have a drink? You're like, no, nah, man, I'm a teenager. It's not going to happen. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> Well, well, you know, now I'm 24, and I think I, I haven't gotten any taller or changed much. I'm just covered in tattoos and have a platinum plaques. Woo! Woo! <laughs> um, and I love every single one of you guys. Pittsburgh, it, without Pittsburgh, there is no me. Just be proud to be from the greatest city in the world. I'm just trying to represent the city. I'm not trying to be the coolest, be anything but someone that works hard and loves the place he's from. The city lost uh, a friend, lost a family member, lost a talent on Friday. Mac was music. Such a great talent, such a great person. He Mm -hmm. loved Pittsburgh. He was Pittsburgh. 
Uh, Mac, wherever you are, Pittsburgh, we all miss you down here, man. He loved his city, and his city loved him. Rest in peace, Mac Miller from 96.1 KISS. What are you... Uh, I'm completely distracted again. Okay, what are you watching over there? Do you have Do you have audio of this up? What is this? It's a woman giving birth as her husband tries to drive to the hospital. <laughs> like she's in the Wait, hold seat. on. What do you mean giving birth? So this guy is recording... Yeah, you can't His see girl. like uh, you can't see like anything. You can't see like, you know like anything graphic. But all right, so she's in the front he's, seat. He's recording their car ride at least. Okay, she's in the front seat, like right next to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay. she's turned like facing the back of the car, like she's on her knees in the front seat. Okay, so she has her her like back. She has her backside pointed towards the front windshield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and she's on her knees facing. Wow. Okay. He's trying to race to the hospital. All right. So you have the audio here? Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Can you wait like two? All right. Hold on. Hold on. Do I want to hear this? <laughs> is this gross or do I want to hear this or is this okay? Can you wait like two minutes? Okay. Wait, I, don't, I don't think hold so. On. Did that guy do? Okay. How many women listening to the show right now that have given birth and know what that feeling is like? What? How didn't this lady just smack her husband in the face? Can Can you wait like two minutes, honey? Honey, like, two minutes. No, I don't. I don't know can if I wait? can wait to give birth right here. Listen, <laughs> I've always wanted to give birth facing backwards, riding shotgun in the car with you videotaping me. Can Can, can you wait two minutes? <laughs> Really going to put her on hold? Like, okay, she doesn't want to have the baby in the car. She wants to go to the hospital. Maybe you hear her yelling. Good Lord. Ah! Oh, whoa. Ah! Can you wait like two minutes? Ah! Hold it in for me. Ah! Hold on, hold on. Ah! Hold on. He's coming out. Oh, no. Ah! We are, if you're just tuning into the show, this is a lady giving birth in a car. Ah! Ah! Like oh, Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. This guy's just trying to talk her out of it. What sort of powers does this guy think he has wait, to wait, where wait. he can, like, listen, I've never given birth before. I'm never going to experience that feeling. I'm pretty sure you can't just cut off, cut it off, though. However, I have had to go to the bathroom real bad. I don't think it's the same thing. I know it's not, but it's the closest I can give as a personal experience for me. I know it's not even close at all, but listen. If I had to go to the bathroom real bad, and I know it's like, I got to get to a toilet. Right. You get to that point where you're just like, ah, it's going to happen. You're raising up off the seat. If my wife's driving and she's like, hold on two minutes. It's like, well, I know. I I wish I could. But this is happening right now. You're raised up off the seat. Baby, baby, baby. Just wait. Just hold wait. Hold on two minutes. Wait two hold minutes. Two, can you wait? Somebody help. Pull around or something. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> no. No, no, no. Oh. Oh. She had the baby. Oh, wow. She oh. really had the baby in the car, though, huh? Oh. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Well, childbirth. All That's right. That's crazy, isn't it, guys? Chow, chow. You just saw a baby born. There's a kid in the back seat. There's a kid in the back seat. Oh, there was a kid in the back seat, too? That's a bonus. That's a little bonus. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, like, the sibling saw their brother or sister being born there. Like, I figured this guy out, though. Like, he didn't want 
baby juices and whatever else, birth juices, all over his car. It was just too late, though. Like, that was his whole panic. Oh, you think that's what that it was? was? Guaranteed no. that was his whole panic. <laughs> no. He's like, that does not come out. No, My man, man. had cloth seats. Okay, is that something that goes on, like, Carfax? I would think so. You can't get that smell out. Like, if you're trying to then sell that car, <laughs> does that have to go on the report? You, go, you know how, like, you get in an accident, you have to take it to the body shop. It's like, the car looks fine now, but it was involved in, you know. Right, right. You know, I hit a barrier car three years ago. Yeah, yeah. This one, it's just like, uh, just know there's a video on YouTube <laughs> of my wife in the front seat. <laughs> and listen, I'll knock $2,000 off the price right now. <laughs> By the way, speaking of knocking uh, some money off and buying a car, Barrel Chevy! Barrel Chevy Perry Highway in Wexford. Henry uh, Cavill, probably not going to be Superman anymore. Is that what they're saying? It seems like it's going that way. Hollywood Reporter says it looks like uh, he is parting ways as as playing Superman. He's been Superman, what, 2013 Man of Steel, 2016 Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice, and last year's Justice League. Uh, Nothing official yet, but they're saying he's probably done as uh, as Superman. All right. Those three movies stunk. Uh, Most DC movies do stink. I, I, I've I've given Save them... the Wonder Woman's face. Uh, Wonder Woman was awesome. I love Wonder Woman. I think Wonder Woman... You know what, though? I got a little feeling Aquaman might be okay. Aquaman's pretty badass. Aquaman looks pretty good. That Rip Monster? They yeah. got playing him? What is it? Jason Momoa, I think his name is? Good looking, too. Good oh, looking. Yeah. Real good looking. I think... I think... I think... Nah, I don't know. I have no confidence in anything they do other than Wonder Woman. I'm excited for the next Wonder Woman, though. Is it going to be set in, like, the 80s or I something think like that? so, yeah. Like, I I'm here right. for that one. Uh, John Hamm wants to play Batman. All right. Yeah, that guy can't get in that bat suit. What do you mean John Hamm can't get in the bat suit? You remember the pictures of the Hamaconda? Can we just get through something? There were these pictures of John Hamm walking around New York in like, it was either tight shorts or tight sweatpants. Hold on. What do I need to Google to get this picture to come up? John oh Hamm tight pants? Yeah, I mean, that'll probably show it. I would think. Well, first result, is that right? Hold on. Yeah. You do images I mean, or just certain? There, I mean, there's a lot. There's, a, there's, there's full blogs that have been. Try to put that in a bat suit. John Hamm asked to wear underwear during Mad Men due to tight Mad Men pants. What do you mean he asked to wear underwear? What is this article from? 2013 in Us Weekly. John Hamm asked to wear underwear due to tight Mad Men pants. He knows he can't play Batman. Would John Hamm as Batman excite anyone? Like, uh, Ben Affleck's done, right? Or is he still kind of on the fence with it? Like, yeah, I, don't right. I don't know. The current Batman and Superman, nothing's been official yet. But they're both kind of like... I think they tapped out of the Affleck uh, Batman like directed movies. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. They were going to do that, right? So maybe Ham's trying to tap in. but uh, John Ham uh, in an interview said, It depends on the script, what the story is. I'm a huge comic book fan. Always have been. I'm uh, pretty knowledgeable about a lot of them. I like the genre. 
And I like uh, I like when they're done well. Well, you probably don't like DC movies then. Maybe you think you could save it there? Hamaconda. He's like, I'm going to need to wear underwear. Oh, well, hold on. He Special did. bat underwear. Hold on. John Ham on the bat suit. I'd probably fit the suit. I'd have to work out a lot, which I don't love. John Ham, you're in good shape, right? Yeah. But I'm sure there's an interesting version of that being out there, and they want to tap me on the shoulder and ask me to do it. Why not? All right. Um, listen, I want... Maybe uh, that's what brings Batman back. Maybe they let Ham just go natural in the bat suit. Okay. Maybe that's the draw. Time out. Stop with that right now, because if there was ever a time... Fifty Shades of Batman. If there was ever a time... When Batman was hilariously and mercifully, merciful, I don't know, whatever, mercilessly, mercilessly mocked, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. George Clooney nipple suit, right? Yeah, yeah. When they made the bat suit with George Clooney with nipples on it. Binging nipples off the bat suit, yeah. I don't think it was really mocked as much when it happened as if looking back on it, after it had normal bat suits after that for Mm -hmm. so many runs, Mm -hmm. you look back on George Clooney nipple bat suit, (laughs) and now it's just like, how did that clear? So many people where they were like, yes, you know, we've been been waiting. Yes. We have been waiting to see what bat nipples look like. So you're telling me we might have a uh, a different sort of suit uh, con- uh, controversy yeah, maybe with yeah, John Hamm? It's possible. I don't want to see John Hamm as Batman. I just want I, to see I, him I in the suit. I don't know who I even want as Superman. I, just, I don't know if I care. Hamm definitely can't play Superman. That's a full spandex suit. Yeah, but they could have the cape like swing around and cover the front because <laughs> a, a front cape. <laughs> yeah. It's the new Superman. He wears a front cape. <laughs> he just flies ass backwards in, the, in every movie now. Ninety-six one. Follow and tweet the ninety-six-one Kiss Morning Freak Show. Steve tweets us here. I have Mikey and Bob playing through iHeartRadio and could barely hear what I thought was a song, but it was just Mikey singing about wet underwear. At FS Mikey and at FS Big Bob. Uh, a little bit ago on the show, we were playing a uh, video back that uh, had Bob distracted during the show. It was a man videotaping his wife. She was turned around. She was in the front seat of the car. She was turned around, uh, you know, sitting on her knees, standing on her knees, and uh, had her back facing <laughs> the uh, windshield, and she gave birth in a uh, in a car. <laughs> Can you wait like two minutes? <laughs> Can you hold on? Two minutes. Angela said, I saw the uh, story earlier in the week, and Jimmy Kimmel bought him a new van. Nice. That is pretty nice. Did he burn the other car? I feel like you'd have to uh, fill the the birth car with uh, fireworks or explosives and just put it in a field somewhere and hit a detonation button, right? Sarah F. sends us a Facebook message here, listening to you guys while having uh, breakfast with my boys. My 19-month-old keeps mimicking the sounds of the woman giving birth in the car. All right. Can you wait like two minutes? (laughs) Okay, so hold on. She's Enjoy that breakfast. Mom's having breakfast with the kids, and the 19-month-old is making the birth noises. (laughs) Hold on, hold on. She's coming out. (laughs) (laughs) It's still like that. 
that's pretty funny. A 19-month-old just making noises like that, sitting there just eating uh, eating breakfast. Uh, let's get to this story out of San Diego that has to do with a man with a samurai sword, okay? Because I can't believe this story's real. I, I just can't believe this is real. Like, what are the odds that this story... Like, this is as crazy as crazy gets for Florida, even. All right, this is out of San Diego. Police arrested a man with a samurai sword outside a local Jamba Juice. Oh, by the way, anybody else thrown off by how she said samurai? She said it like samurai, right? Samurai. Like, there's a U instead of an A, right? I'm saying it right, right? Like samurai. Samurai. Right? Samurai, samurai sword. She goes like samurai. Police right? arrested a man with a samurai sword. Out- like, it's weird. It's a little weird, right? I don't know. It, it's like a tick with me. It threw me off. Inside a local Jamba Juice, officers arrived at that store on Napa Street in the Marina area after security guards heard a window being smashed. They found a man in the store and arrested him, but they also found another man who was armed with a sword, but he, police say, was was just walking by. They noticed he had a rusty samurai-style sword on him. They say he was not connected to the break-in. What the hell? So there was a man. She just kind of glances over that, too. Like, how do you report that story and not just go, nothing like this will ever happen again? Like, there's a break-in happening inside Somebody the juice store, whatever. Somebody robbing a Jamba Juice store with a samurai sword. So police show up. They get the guy inside. There's another guy outside with a samurai sword. You're thinking, like, wow, okay, here's an accomplice. Here's another guy who was involved in this. And the guy's like, no, I was just walking by Jamba Juice with my samurai sword. Not related. What the hell is happening in San Diego? Why do so many people have their swords out like that? <laughs> the sword out? I don't know. It just makes no sense at all. Like oh, for it, a walk with your sword out? And like you said, she casually just glances over it. But like, So they arrested the guy with the sword, but there was another guy outside also with a samurai sword. But as you know, in San Diego, that's very common. One out of every five people walk around with their samurai sword. 961 Kiss. Uh, Mikey and Bob, 961 Kiss. It's the uh, morning freak show. I don't know what to do now, man. Like, I know we got some work to do after the show, but. Yeah. Remember the beginning of the show? I started talking about how I'm tired and I just need to go home and take a nap today. And like yesterday, I was getting so sleepy playing video games and my eyes were going cross eyed. Mm hmm. I, but now I'm all juiced up, man. Like, I'm wide awake right now. It's usually how it goes, though. I, I, I just hate it, though. Like, I wish I could tell my body, okay, work's about done for the day. Can, can you get sleepy for me? And my body's just like, well, we've been up all, all morning now. Let's, uh, let's party. Spencer tweets us here. Currently in Florida on vacation, my girlfriend reminds me to watch for any naked people in case Mikey and Bob need more material for their show. So far, nothing. However, we will continue to look. Hashtag Yinzers on vacation. All right. It could happen anytime. Just don't do it yourself. Just don't let it be you. We always say there's uh, three rules down in Florida. Uh, don't get naked in public. Yep, yep. Don't do hard drugs. Mm-hmm. And uh, the third one, very specific, don't use an alligator as a weapon. Live by it. Uh, More Justin Timberlake tickets later this afternoon with Tall Kathy around 2.30 and 4.30. Also, six more trips to go to our iHeartRadio Music Festival in Vegas. Your keyword to text in around 11.10 with Ryan Seacrest. Last two days to win a trip to Vegas for that. So, uh, Stream and download our podcast today if you missed anything from the uh, show. And Freak Show question of the day before yes. we get out of here. Yes, yes, yes. We end the show with this every day. 
Listen to Tall Cathy around 5.30 for the question and answer. Chance to win maybe some tickets, maybe a prize. What Steelers player will be on the show in the 8 a.m. hour tomorrow? Running back James Conner is the answer. James Conner joins us tomorrow on the show around 8 a.m. We have already set our listeners up for the disappointment if they're looking for football talk with James Conner. Uh, he has an interesting haircut going on right now, and we are going to talk to him for the entire call about his hair. Anything else we need to talk to James Conner about? No. All right. He's hey. answered all the football questions. Right. So hair chat with James Conner tomorrow on the show, 8 a.m. hour. Hair. Uh, so James Conner answered the freak show question today. Anything else we got to tell the kids before we get I here? I think we're good. Okay, everybody. Have a great day. Great take, day. Take a nap if you need to. Yeah. Take a nap if you can. Smile and uh, be nice. Wash. Wash your to body. One another. Uh, if you need a midday wash, go ahead and do that. Have some tacos. Oh, my God. Why? Why bring up tacos? Tacos are delicious. I know, but why? Bring, we have no chance to get tacos Ooh. right. Why would you end the show with tacos? Ooh, tacos. Now I want tacos. HD Pittsburgh. This is On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Thursday, September 13th, working our way into the weekend. Keep it here.